Hello friends, welcome to the Functional Nurse Practitioner Podcast. I'm a board-certified family nurse practitioner who believes in utilizing functional medicine strategies in order to provide a more comprehensive approach for optimal health. The current model of care in healthcare is very lacking, which led me down the road of functional medicine. Functional medicine is a systems biology approach, which looks at uncovering the root cause for the symptoms we are having in order to allow for healing versus simply applying a Band-Aid to the situation. I believe we need an integrative approach of both conventional and functional medicine in order to provide the best care possible. I have been incorporating functional medicine practices within my conventional medicine practice and have seen phenomenal results. I believe we need to level up our healthcare system so that we can actually feel better. Just a quick disclaimer that this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose or be a substitute for medical advice from your practitioner. Also, if you like what you hear on this show, I would be real appreciative if you would leave a review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you're listening from and subscribe to the show. Okay, on to today's episode. Today, we are talking about supplementation. This is such a hot topic, one I am very passionate about. I am a fan of supplements. As the name implies, they can supplement your health. What I am not a fan of, however, are blind protocols. If you've been a listener for a while, then you know that I believe in personalized care. I believe in strategic management for all aspects of our health. Today, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of supplementation and talk about the top Five reasons why supplements need to be personalized. This is going to be a fabulous show, friends. Before you run out and buy the adrenal blend you saw on Instagram or the fancy gut healing capsules advertised on Facebook, I want you to listen to this show today so you have a clearer understanding of the downstream effects of misguided supplementation. This is going to be a somewhat controversial conversation, and you know that what matters most to me is spreading evidence-based information so that you are informed to make your own decisions. I will preface this saying that I do believe supplementation should be guided by a seasoned practitioner, someone who knows you and your unique needs. If you have not heard the news, I have opened my own telehealth practice specializing in functional medicine. I am based in Indiana, so at the moment, I am working with those residing in Indiana. I'm working on multi-state licensure, so if you live somewhere else and want to work with me, let me know where you are from. Send me a DM or a message through my website. The same handle across all platforms, the Functional Nurse Practitioner. Everything will be linked up in the show notes. My schedule is quickly filling up, so head on over to my website, peruse the new platform that my awesome son Kevin created for me. There is a lot of information, including videos to better understand what functional medicine is and how it could be beneficial for you. You can book a free introductory visit with me straight through the website. My doors open 
on Monday morning. That's tomorrow, if you're listening to this as soon as it comes out. And I am so ready. Diving deep into personalized medicine is my passion, and I am so grateful for this new journey. Now, on to the show. The top five reasons why you need strategic personalized supplementation. Number one, individual nutritional needs. We all have unique needs based on a variety of factors, including age, lifestyle, gender, health conditions, and also genetics. It isn't as simple as going to CVS and picking up a woman's multivitamin. Vegans and vegetarians have to think about B12, as this is a common deficiency when you remove animal products from your diet. We have to consider your lifestyle. Are you getting sufficient sleep? Do you have stress management practices in place? Considering your own unique needs is crucial prior to starting any new supplement. If you are consistently averaging less than five hours of sleep a night, you likely have a leaky gut. We went in-depth, my friends, all about altered intestinal permeability in episodes 7 and 8. Go back and listen or re-listen, as we need to understand what actually happens so we can more effectively take the action necessary to prioritize our gut health. Did you know that 70% of our immune system lies in the gut? Could our gut be playing a role with our autoimmune disease? If you have altered intestinal permeability, can this affect the way you absorb nutrients? Can this affect the way you absorb medications, over-the-counter drugs, supplements? I'm guessing you know the answer to these questions. Friends, by now, you know that I am the rhetorical question queen. I am self-titled, but I think it's a justifiable title. I read something on a friend's Facebook post the other day that was very disturbing. She was asking about vitamin supplementation. There were many, many comments, some helpful, some, in my opinion, potentially harmful. Just because we can buy it off the shelf doesn't make it safe. After all, what are the most abundant foods, air quotes over here, at the grocery store? Processed and ultra-processed foods laced with chemicals, additives, and other ingredients that can have a massive impact on our overall health. One of the comments was talking about B vitamins and that it doesn't matter if you take too much because you will just pee it out. B vitamins are not fat soluble, so our body may not become toxic on an overdose, let's say, in the same way as a fat soluble vitamin. But there are downstream effects of over supplementation of B vitamins. I'm gonna talk broadly here and not discuss each particular B vitamin, I think that would make a great topic for an episode, and we will plan for that in the future. I dove deep into the research on this topic as I am a true fan of B vitamin supplementation and have recommended a methylated B complex to many clients. I always say the brand, dose, and length of time matter. There are some B vitamin supplements that contain an astronomical amount of the vitamin. And if someone does not need that amount, there can be downstream effects such as peripheral neuropathy, dizziness, nausea, photosensitivity, distorted senses. That sounds pretty rough. 
especially if you feel pain when someone touches you. Our microbiome plays a major role in vitamin absorption, particularly vitamin B absorption. Our microbiome and cofactors like enzymes interact and can alter our ability to absorb vitamins. I love science. I was reading an article, I'll link to it below, about our microbiome and its impact with preventing vitamin B deficiency. The article discussed that fixing the intestinal absorption issue was a more effective approach rather than giving supplementation. Looking at other health conditions is another key factor when considering supplementation. I think I could speak, seriously, I could speak all day just about reason number one. If we have high blood pressure or high cholesterol, these conditions can affect our need to supplement with specific vitamins and avoid others. One of my favorite examples is cholesterol-lowering drugs like statins. Statins can lower the level of CoQ10 in our body. We need CoQ10 for healthy mitochondria, our energy powerhouses of our cells. In my previous practice, when I saw a patient, at that time, they were my patients. Now, I prefer to say client. I feel this word better appreciates the dynamic relationship between the practitioner and the individual. When I saw a patient on a statin, I recommended that they speak with their cardiologist about starting CoQ10 every time, every time they notified me that their cardiologist agreed. Why don't we just start CoQ10 if we are starting a statin? Friends, this is not medical advice. It is education. Speak with your practitioner about your own situation, medications, thoughts of starting anything new. Do not start or stop any drugs or supplements based on what you hear on this show. I am merely a guide, an educator to bring you the latest evidence-based information for consideration. There are so many other drugs aside from statins to consider, which leads us to the second top five reason you need strategic personalized supplementation interactions with medications. This is a big one. One particular vitamin that comes to mind is iron. Iron can interact with many different medications, including T4 drugs like levothyroxine or Synthroid, the medications used for hypothyroidism. I take thyroid medication as I no longer have a thyroid. I take it at least 30 minutes before food every day. I have had so many patients in the past tell me that they took their levothyroxine with breakfast and with their other medications. Iron greatly impacts the absorption of T4 medications and can have this effect for roughly four hours. Iron also interacts with several antibiotics, anti-acid drugs. Don't get me started on anti-acid medications, friends. We are staying on topic today. You can also have iron overload, which can have severe downstream effects like heart or liver damage. No thank you. I am a fan of test, not guess. It may seem benign, the iron in your multivitamin, but what if it's not? Vitamin E is one of my favorite supplements. Vitamin E is a fat-soluble vitamin. You need to take it with food 
for proper absorption. Vitamin E has antioxidant properties, helping our cells from damage caused by free radicals. It also plays a role with inflammation and can be greatly beneficial with memory or cognitive issues also. Vitamin E can also increase the risk of bleeding. Vitamin E can interfere with drugs like warfarin, which is a blood thinner. Vitamin B6 can reduce the effectiveness of drugs like phenytoin and levodopa. This is possible even with lower doses found in generic and weak multivitamins. Vitamin C, everyone's favorite vitamin to load up on if we feel like we are coming down with something. It's not that soluble. So who cares if we take too much, right? Actually, this was one of the things listed on that Facebook post in the comment. Like, I just take a bunch of vitamin C and who cares? You'll just pee it out. Well, excessive intake of vitamin C may actually increase the risk of kidney stones. Vitamin C may also reduce effectiveness of certain chemotherapy regimens. This is definitely not something that we want. Are you picking up what I'm throwing down with regards to seemingly benign vitamins that we will just pee out if we take too much? St. John's wort has a neon sign with regards to interactions. St. John's wort is mostly used for its effects on depression. This supplement alters the pharmacokinetics of drugs used to manage heart disease, HIV, depression. St. John's wort interacts with medications used when someone has had an organ transplant. St. John's wort also alters the pharmacokinetics of birth control pills. I've used this word twice now, pharmacokinetics. In case you don't know exactly what this word means, I'll explain it. Pharmacokinetics can be described as the activity of drugs in the body. What our body does with a drug, how the body absorbs a drug, and the movement of the drug throughout the body, how it settles into our tissues, how it's excreted from the body. This is a pretty massive concept. A seemingly benign supplement, St. John's wort, can alter these processes in the body. So if you're on digoxin, let's say, a common heart disease medication, taking St. John's wort can dramatically affect what your body does with the medication. This is very significant. There are a lot of blended supplements out there. A stress blend, gut blend, anxiety blend. Do you know all of the ingredients that are in your supplements? Just as I recommend reading food labels, we need to read supplement labels, which brings us to the number three reason why you need strategic, personalized supplementation. Risks with extra ingredients. Did you know that many supplements contain harmful ingredients? I have a task for you. I want you to dig out your supplement bottle. I have a purse. Well, it's... It's more like a shopping bag filled with my supplements. I take a lot of supplements, strategic supplements, of course. Look at the back of the bottle at the ingredient list. Do you know what all the ingredients are? My friend that I was talking about earlier in her post, someone mentioned that they take Centrum Silver, the multivitamin. So naturally, I looked up this multivitamin, looked at the 
ingredients. Aside from synthetic vitamins, there are other ingredients such as maltodextrin, modified cornstarch, BHT, and other preservatives, food dyes like blue 2 and red 40, and talc, like talc, the powder, yes, just to name a few. Where do we even start, my friends? We discussed these types of chemicals in episodes 5 and 12, and frankly, I could easily speak for hours about just these few ingredients mentioned. Friends, I can't stop myself. Just a little teaser. Maltodextrin is a carbohydrate that has a higher glycemic index than table sugar. Why do we need this in a vitamin? Then there are the food preservatives. I have very strong feelings about food preservatives. We are not meant to ingest these chemicals. Think of McDonald's french fries. If you happen to drop one in your car and months later you're cleaning out your car and find it, how does it look? I'll tell you, because this actually happened to me many, many years ago. I did not know then what I know now. And friends, you can't unlearn this sort of thing. The french fry I found way underneath the seat of my car looked exactly the same. No mold, no discoloration. This is unnatural. What are these toxic chemicals doing to our bodies, to our microbiome? Why are there food dyes in a vitamin? There is not a part of me that wants to consume dangerous chemicals. In other countries, if you add food dyes, you need a warning label. What does that tell you? And talc? Seriously? Did you know that talc can be contaminated with asbestos? These ingredients are in Centrum Silver Women's Multivitamin. I'm telling you, friends, this is such an important topic. Read labels of everything you put in or on your body. Labels for products you use in your home. This step, taking the time to do this, is a game changer. And don't be fooled by the wording on the front of packaging either. Words like zero sugar or no fillers. Read the label. Many supplements also contain artificial sweeteners, which can cause digestive issues. Obesity, yes, artificial sweeteners, may also be obesogens. Chemicals have downstream effects. They may also be carcinogenic. Supplements may also contain heavy metals, dangerous ingredients like mercury or lead. This is why the brand matters. It's amazing, isn't it? The shelves at our local stores are filled with products that may actually worsen our health. That's not the reason you take a supplement, I'm guessing. To feel worse? Number four, address deficiencies. This is a big one, friends. Underlying nutrient deficiencies can be dangerous. And if you are taking a supplement blindly, meaning that you do not know what you are deficient in. Proper diagnosis and treatment of the underlying condition can be missed. I had my vitamin D level checked several years ago. My current primary care provider is someone I consider to be top-notch. It is very important that you feel comfortable with whoever you choose for overseeing your health. I am a functional medicine practitioner who is trained 
in family practice. But my specialty, my focus, is functional medicine. I am not the replacement for your primary care provider. As practitioners, we need to work together. Frankly, we need to work together with you in the captain's chair as you are the star player. My primary ran vitamin D and it was very low. At that time, I believe it was 17. Now, it is optimal at 85. But at that point, I went on a vitamin D supplement and then we rechecked my labs. In my previous practice, I always rechecked in three months. The dose I need may be different than the dose you need, even if we are both starting at the level of 17. I feel like this is so often missed. We give a standardized dose without thinking of how your body is going to react. We talked before about absorption issues, and that is just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many underlying factors that can play a role in how your body is affected by the supplement, which brings me to our fifth top reason why you need strategic, personalized supplementation. Genetic impact on supplementation. You may be thinking, wait a minute, the first reason individual nutritional needs had genetics in the explanation. Yes, that is true. But this is such an important factor that it warrants snagging a spot on its own. These top five were not listed in any particular order of importance, as all of the reasons are important, but I feel so compelled to thoroughly explain the reasoning behind this fifth and final reason because it may well be, in my opinion, the most important reason. Before taking any supplements, I believe it is crucial to understand your genetic makeup because it can help you discover any potential hazards or advantages. Wait, did Tara just say everyone needs genetic testing? Actually, I do believe that most of us should have this done. The more research I dive into, the more I understand this, the more I feel we could all greatly benefit from this knowledge. I was speaking with my sister the other day about this. My genetics were somewhat concerning. Okay, very concerning, but also liberating. I wish I knew years ago this information because I could have been spared a lifetime of horrific pain. I suffered with migraines that were debilitating. The why behind my migraines may be different than the underlying root cause or causes of yours if you are a fellow migraine sufferer. Seeing that my methylation and detoxification were severely impacted was an eye-opening experience. Remember we talked a few shows back about high-impact genes? The ones that are considered to be of greatest importance. My methylation and detoxification genes opened my eyes to a number of different things. For starters, I have the CT genotype for MTHFR. MTHFR plays a vital role in folate metabolism. If we have impaired folate metabolism, and my genotype may express a 30% reduction in this process, methylation may be greatly impacted. 
which then impacts detoxification, cardiovascular health, neurochemical balance, hormone balance, and DNA synthesis. It is recommended that I increase the intake of folate, choline, and also vitamin B2, B6, and B12. My life greatly improved with the addition of a methylated B-complex. My headaches went away. My horrific cramps, mood swings, ovarian cysts, all improved. I started the B-complex prior to knowing my genetics with the understanding that I needed to watch for possible side effects like nausea or worsening headaches. We need to be very mindful when we're starting anything new, as a side effect may not be obvious. We may experience anxiety, brain fog, difficulty sleeping, or a variety of other issues that we would not normally associate with a downstream effect of a supplement. Because I felt 99% better pretty quickly after starting the B-complex, I was not surprised by my genetic results. It all made so much sense. Detoxification is such an important pathway, one that we need to truly appreciate. Cytochrome P450-1B1 or CYP-1B1 for short. I have the CG genotype, which shows a threefold higher for hydroxylase activity. This is a significant increase in enzymatic activity. If we have upregulated estrogen that is going down the 4-hydroxy pathway, we are headed down a carcinogenic road. The research is impressive regarding this pathway and the great risk for cancer, breast cancer, uterine cancer. If we have an upregulated CYP1B1 with my genotype, not only can you end up with more ability to send estrogen down this carcinogenic pathway, but you also end up with elevated levels of DNA adducts. These adducts can lead to mutations and initiation of cancer. Just because we have the genotype doesn't mean our body is expressing the genotype. I did the Dutch test to see which pathway I was actually going down. The results were somewhat alarming. 24.6% of my estrogen is being sent down this pathway. I ran many Dutch tests and this, by a landslide, was the highest percentage I've ever seen going down this carcinogenic pathway. Why am I telling you this story? I knew last year that I was estrogen dominant. We spoke in depth about estrogen dominance in episode one. Yes, my first podcast episode and you guys loved, loved, loved it. Definitely give it a listen if you missed it. One of the supplements used for estrogen dominance is DIM. Diendoleal methane is frequently recommended. This is not something I have ever recommended, but I have seen many women who were either on this or previously tried this on their own. I was trained through the Institute of Functional Medicine, the leading nationally recognized formal functional medicine education program. And what I learned is that we need to know the root 
cause or causes, preferably before blindly supplementing, as some supplements can have significant downstream effects. DIM is one of them. DIM upregulates CYP1B1. What could this mean for me? If I bought this supplement because of something I heard on Instagram, like take DIM for estrogen dominance, it can speed up this process, upregulate the 4-hydroxy pathway, leading to the creation of more DNA addicts. I am so glad I did not try DIM. It is recommended to focus on sulforaphane, as sulforaphane can downregulate CYP1B1 and also upregulate phase two of detoxification. We need phase two to be upregulated so we can hurry the estrogen down the detoxification pathway and get it out of our bodies. I already eat an almost ridiculous amount of broccoli and radish microgreens every day. What did I add when I saw my results? I added a sulforaphane supplement. I also added glutathione, as glutathione is instrumental in detoxifying the reactive estrogen. The Dutch also has a marker for glutathione, and mine was well below the range. This is strategic supplementation. Genetic differences may affect how your body absorbs, digests, and excretes specific nutrients, resulting in either insufficient or excessive levels in your body. It is so important to work with a seasoned functional medicine practitioner that can create an individualized action plan with strategic supplementation matched to your particular genetic makeup. Someone who will understand these variances, reducing dangers and maximizing benefits. This method makes it safer and more effective to support your health and well-being because it not only increases the effectiveness of supplements, but also lowers the chance of unwanted effects. There you have it, my friends. My top five reasons why you need strategic, personalized supplementation. I hope you found this episode helpful, that you learned something, that you feel armed to advocate for yourself with your practitioner. If you are interested in working with me, head on over to my website, www.thefunctionalnursepractitioner.com and click the link to book a free introductory call. If you are getting value from the show, I would so appreciate it if you would write a review, give it a five-star rating, and keep coming back for more. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you very soon. Love you guys.